Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
from you Lord we definitely need to hear from you hallelujah if we don't hear from you what will we do I tell you hallelujah we need to hear from him amen come let me provide the offering we need to hear from God hallelujah amen father we thank you for this offering we bless it in Jesus name amen we need to hear from God Hallelujah. It, 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 it should be one of your greatest desires or one of the things you should pray for often to hear from God. Amen. Like I was saying to last week, you know, without, when a child cannot speak, see, when a child cannot speak, the first thing we test is hearing. Because without, you, you must hear before you speak. Amen. I say you must what? Hear before you speak. So when you can't hear, you can't speak. Amen. When you can't hear, you can't speak. When you cannot hear, you cannot speak. So, the language of faith, speaking God's language, speaking God's voice, speaking what, the mind of God, you need to hear. Hallelujah. If you can't hear from God, you can't speak. So sometimes, what we are saying, that said the Lord. You wonder where is it coming from? Or the Lord told me, because you can't hear. You must hear first. Because when you can't hear, you can't speak. Hallelujah. Like what you told me last week, I've forgotten. Because I didn't know that language. As I told you, I've forgotten. Hallelujah. But we need to hear from him. Amen. I say we need to hear. Hallelujah. Let's learn some scripture. Ecclesiastes 7 1. Memory verse. Albert Einstein. Togo General. Mamprobic Polyclinic. It doesn't matter where you were born. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? The, but what really matters is the day of death. What, at, at the time that you are departing this earth, what did you achieve? How, how, how are you exiting? Because you could have been born in, 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 in the Royal General Hospital and still not be able to achieve anything. Are you on your way to heaven? Is that what the Bible is? So, so your day of death is more important than your day of birth. Hallelujah. Some people feel very good about which hospital you were born in. It doesn't matter. The Savior was born in a manger. He was born among cows. But it's, it's the end of your life. That's what is important. Amen. Hallelujah. So, that's just memory verse. So, we're talking about the art of hearing. Amen. Like the song she sang, we need to hear from you. We need a word. You know, even sometimes as a pastor, I'm sure people wonder, Reverend, so what, what, how do you choose your messages? Have you ever, has it ever occurred to anybody like that? Is that okay to you? Like, when do you decide, what do you decide to preach to us? You know? You see, and, 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 and it's, it's, not, it's not a simple thing as that. Hallelujah. Sometimes we get instructions from the bishop council what to preach because they wait on God and God says, okay, tell the people to preach this. Hallelujah. Most of the time, you know, from the bishop council, instructions, teach this message, teach this message, do this book. Hallelujah. And it's taken with prayer. Amen. And sometimes we are left on our own to choose what to preach. I'm telling you, Depend on the environment and, and the leading of the spirit. I hear me. Yeah. So it's not random. It's not like mini, 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 we'll catch a donkey by the tail. No. It's, it doesn't work like that. Hallelujah. So, like, for, and the reason I'm saying that is, you know, so, so you need to hear. And sometimes, sometimes, the Bible says by the mouth of two, it is established. Sometimes you are not even sure whether you heard right, but God confirms it. Hallelujah. For example, I'm giving this, and it's a very good example, like what Rachel was sharing. About two weeks ago, I decided to teach the art of leadership. You understand? I decided to teach the art of leadership two weeks ago. Okay? And on a Tuesday, okay, because we, we need to be good leaders. Because we're not so, see, we are bad leaders. You see, sometimes you just accept that you are a bad leader and learn how to be a good leader. You understand what I'm saying? Work it out. Just work on your leadership skills. Hallelujah. Especially from the part of the world that we come from. A servant or servant, you are deprived of leadership. Hallelujah. So I decided to do that. Amazingly, you know. That was on a Tuesday. Then on a Sunday, Bishop started teaching. The same, take somebody somewhere, the art of leadership. Leading. So it confirmed that what, what I had decided was actually the same spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? And, and, leadership is take somebody. Leadership is what? That's simply. Leadership is what? So, if you don't know the someone, how do you take somebody? If you do know the somewhere, you see, 
That's why I was sharing on Tuesday that so a leader must always be one step ahead of the people. You cannot lead anybody that you are not ahead of them. I mean, it's a fact. You cannot lead anybody that you are not ahead of them. So he said, take somebody and you don't know the somewhere. How do you take somebody? <laughs> at, least you should, at least you should know the place. But you see, what is it? it confirmed that at least the, the, it's the same spirit in the house. So maybe what God is telling us to learn now. Amen. Amen. And as I was even listening to that message, go and listen to the last week. Take somebody somewhere. He also made, made another statement. He said to him, the most important thing any Christian need to know or the most important thing any believer needs to know is the art of hearing. And that's what I decided to teach you on Sunday. You know, I, I decided to do these two things and I heard him before he, so as he said it in his preaching, it confirmed what I've decided to do. That both the art of leadership on Tuesdays is, is, is the leading of the spirit and the art of hearing that I'm teaching you now is also a leading of the spirit. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because we need to hear. If you can't hear, you can't, you, you, you can't, if, that's why God said in Deuteronomy, he said, if that shall happen, put that verse there, Deuteronomy 28, I believe. If that shall happen unto the voice of the Lord thy God, The Lord will set thee on high. This is it. He said, and it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations. Amen. He said, if you will hearken Unto the voice of the Lord thy God, and to do them, He will set you. Hallelujah! It means that, and I gave you the background. What will separate you from the other nations is your ability to hear. Hallelujah! Just like the people who make good money in the stock market are those who have the inside trading. If they know that tomorrow mangoes are going to go high, today mango is one dollar. But by tomorrow, mango will be sold for $10. Then they buy a lot of shares in mangoes. Because they know. Hallelujah. So the ability to tell. Okay? Will always put you on high. Because you know. Amen. And God is saying that if you people can hear my voice, I'll set you up on high. Hallelujah. Because you don't know tomorrow. But God knows. So if you can hear God, he will tell you. That's why the song says, if we, do, if we, we need to hear from you. If you don't hear from you, what will you do? How do I know I should marry this boy? How? How should I know that I should get this job? Because you see, that is, and you, see, and you have to be honest with yourself that your ways are not his ways. Neither your thoughts his thoughts. So don't try to go by your, your way. Because your way, you go by that glitters. And by all that glitters is not good. Hallelujah. So you have to learn to depend. That's why he said that trust in the Lord. 
Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean, lean not on your own understanding. Lean not. If so, this is your if this is your understanding, don't lean on it. Because it will let you down. Don't lean on your understanding. If you lean on your understanding, it will let you down. But in all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will direct your path. So you need to, hey, so you, how do you acknowledge, you acknowledge him by knowing his voice. What, how do you acknowledge God? By what, accepting that you don't know a squat. Because sometimes the reason why you don't want to acknowledge somebody that you, because you think you know, why well, you don't know a squat. You don't know Jack. But you think you know. That is why when people are talking, when somebody who knows is talking to you, you don't listen. Because you think you know. But the truth of the matter, you don't know Jack. How do I know that you don't know Jack? You shall know by their fruits. There's nothing for you to prove. So you don't know Jack. So just accept and look. I don't know Jack. And then acknowledge. Because you see, you see, lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. So just accept that look. God, this one, I don't know. Okay? This one, I don't know. And rather... You see, that, you see, that is the reason why, you see, that is the reason why children are good at learning. But adults struggle to like, if they like instruments, sports, and things. Children are good at learning because they come with a blank slate. You see, their brain is blank. So what you are telling them is what they are receiving. But when adults come, their brain is it's a lot of... So you have to delete before you fail. <laughs> the memory is full. Full memory. <laughs> so you have to do a lot. <laughs> you have to back up. <laughs> before you can fail again. But the children, the memory is empty, fresh. So you teach a child a language. You teach a child a sport, a, a, an instrument. They just catch it like that. Because their memory is blank. But you, your memory is already full. <laughs> That is why that saying came. That's why that saying, that's, that saying came about. You cannot teach an old dog. Because it's an old dog. Full memory. <laughs> Hallelujah. But may you lean on God. May you not lean on your own understanding. I say may you not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways what? I say in all your ways what? I say in all your ways what? And he would direct your path. Yeah. Hallelujah. I've learned that. Look, look, many things that I've worked with my own ideas, they didn't work. I'm telling you, me. I work with seriously. There are many things that I did with my own it, 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 it didn't work. Amazing if I tell you, you don't believe. Most of the, the job that I am doing now, I didn't apply for them. I'm telling you, I never wrote, I've never written any job application. The job that I'm doing well, after, I was called to come and do them. None of the jobs that I searched for. Yeah. But the one that I searched. <laughs> <laughs> so I've come to say, look, Charlie, trust in the Lord. Amen. I said, trust in the Lord. 
Lean not on your own. In the only ways. Hallelujah. So the act of hearing is very important. Amen. The ability to hear. And we call it an act. When did I start teaching? Last week, right? We call it an act because, because um, the reason why it is an act is that because you see, at any point in your life, there are too many voices. Too many. Too many voices are speaking. Which one is God? That's the problem. Pastor Eugene, that's the problem. Which one is God? I feel, this I feel, is it your anger that is making you feel? <laughs> or the voice of God? I'm led. What is leading you? Is it a voice from above or my wife is saying a voice from below? Right? I think the Lord is leading me towards the sister. No, is it the Lord that is leading you or her botox? Which one is leading you? <laughs> which is which? It's difficult. Oh Lord, right? I think the Lord is leading me to move to this place. Is that what is is it the Lord who is leading you? Or maybe the nice neighborhood. The house. Your friend's house is leading you. You know, so, you see, and sometimes it's difficult. I mean, let's admit it's difficult to tell. Honestly, it's difficult to tell. Yeah. Yes. Like a brother who said, when we were in high school, the brother told me, that, look, the Lord has called me and my ministry is to the sisters. <laughs> that is his ministry. His ministry is to the sisters. Because, because, because where I went to uh, high school, secondary school, it's, it's, it, the, the girls are on one side of the compound. I'm sure it's the same in your country. And the boys are on one side. It's no cohabitation. So the, boy, the, the, the girls are on one side of the compound. And, the, and there was a scripture reunion. And this brother, every time he's going for outreach and ministry, he goes to the girls' compound. That, that's, that's where he goes to minister. So when you ask him, he, said, he, the, he feels that the Lord has called him to minister to the sisters. He has not been called to the brothers. <laughs> I don't hear him. That's, that's, how, that's, that's, the, that's the ministry he has. He's anointed for the women's ministry. I mean, he may be right, but we are not sure. I'm not sure. Is it the Lord that is leading him there? Or something else is leading him there? So it's difficult. It's difficult. To be honest with you, hearing the voice of God is difficult. Amen. How it is so difficult. Okay, let me tell you something. It is so difficult that someone like Samuel was even deceived. That's how, that's how difficult it is. Hearing God's voice sometimes is so difficult. I mean, look at Samuel. What a great prophet. The greatest prophet of Israel. Very anointed. But even he was deceived. When God chose him to go, when God sent him to go and choose a king. As a man. All his choices were wrong. 
And if someone can make wrong choices, as anointed as you are, then how why are you coming? You, you are so sure. That's why you have to take a step back. If someone. Hallelujah. So that is why the message is the art of hearing. The art, the art means a skill. The ability to weaver through. Like, like, this one is my stomach. This one is my anger. This one is my flesh. This one is from my, I mean, sometimes, this one is my financial difficulties. Oh, you know, uh, uh, I, I don't feel led to give to the man of God. You are, no, no, it's not that you don't feel led. You are broke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm preaching. You understand? Oh, you know, I don't feel in my spirit. This thing that we are giving for to bishop or apostle, I don't feel good in my spirit. No, you, you know, you are broke. So what is leading you is your brokenness, not the spirit of God. <laughs> so you rather you are better off saying that look, I can't give because I don't have. But don't say, I'm not led. That's a difference. Hallelujah. So what voice is leading you? You know. I don't feel like, I don't feel like moving, moving to, a, a bigger house, you know, right? I don't feel like moving to a bigger house, you know. I'm, 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 I don't feel led, you know. You may be right, but probably what is leading you is the anger you have annoyed at your wife. You don't see what, you know, you're annoyed. Because as you look at even the way she's managing the small house, you are annoyed. That's why you don't want to move. So it's not, it's not the spirit of God. So it's something that we have to be very careful. Oh, I don't feel, you know. You know, right, right, you know, I, 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 don't, I, I, I don't feel like communicating with him. I don't feel like communicating. I mean, there is something in my spirit. My spirit does not agree with the spirit that he has. My spirit does not agree with the spirit that he has. There is something between us that I don't. No, no, no. It's your unforgiveness. You are hurt. So it's, it's a very, you have to be careful. Amen. I said, Amen. Amen. And no, which that's what the Bible said. They asked it where? Oh, you know, I don't feel like doing this. You know, I don't. I don't feel like this is the right job for me. This is not the right job. Right now, this is not the right job for me. No, 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 no. It's not the. There's nothing like the right job. You are lazy. What is leading you is laziness. Yeah, don't, don't, I don't think it's the right job. It's not a, it's laziness. Or fear. Another one. Fear. That's a good point. Because fear can lead you. Sometimes, sometimes, what we call wisdom, okay, so, sometimes what you call wisdom or caution is fear. It's fear. Insecurity. So your inability to launch out it's because of fear. And, 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 and look, everybody, anytime pray that fear does not lead you. Because fear is a very dangerous thing to lead you. 
For the Bible says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Don't let fear lead you. Because when, you see, don't call that in love. Oh, you know, I'm checking on you because I love you. I want to know where you are. No, no. It's not love. It's fear. You think he's somewhere else with another woman. That's why you're checking him. It's not, it's not love. It's fear. Insecurity and fear. I'm preaching. I just want to know, you know, you're in a relationship and I just want to know, you have to come in. I'm just checking on. No, 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 no. It's fear. It's insecurity. You think that oh, the way you have not heard it from one a week. By now, somebody is trying to re- replace you. So, 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 you know, you know, you know, you know, you know I care for you. I, you don't care. You are afraid. You are afraid. You are afraid. That's not care. That's fear. And fear is very dangerous. The Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love. And of a sound mind. God has not given the spirit of what? But of what? What's the other one? And what's the other one? What are the three things? Again? 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 So have you seen that? Whenever there's fear, there's no power. Whenever there's fear, there is no love. And whenever there is fear, there is no sound mind. So the, that's the reason why you are behaving abnormal. That's why you are checking phone calls. You are running to the bathroom. You are not thinking right. Fear has made you crazy. <laughs> you, are, you are harassed morning to evening. Go and watch the story of Princess Diana. You understand this message. Fear led her. From day one, she never felt secure in the marriage. She was always worried about the other woman. Right from day one. Day one, Princess Diana. And it, that's what destroyed her. She never felt secure right from day one. Yeah. Because she was always worried about the other woman in the shadows. So she never behaved right. May fear never lead you. I say, may fear never leave you. Amen. Let me come to my message. So, like I keep on saying, hearing that, it, 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 it's, a, it's, um, it, 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 it's not easy. That's why you need, the, you have to have the art or the skill. Okay? Skill. That when you are giving the raw ingredients, it's like cooking. The art of cooking. The art of cooking. Some people are good at cooking. When you give them the raw ingredients, the onion, the pepper, the tomatoes, they can make something out of it. Those who also don't have the skill, when you give to them, before they you eat, you take imodium before you start. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, with all the many voices that we are hearing, how do we know that this is the voice of God? Because it says, if that can hear, the Lord will set you on high. If you can hear, God is going to what? So is it important to hear? I said, is it important to hear? So let's look through the Bible how we can develop our hearing skills. Amen. And the first thing, I mean, one of the ways that we, uh, God leads us, you see, 
one of the ways that God leads you is God leads you by, it's called the principle of the open door. The principle of the open door. The principle of the open door. Hallelujah. Yeah. Open door. Revelations. The principle of the open door. Revelation 3.8. Revelation 3.8. What does it say? Yep. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee what? I have set it before what? I have set it before thee what? You see, I'm going to show us, you see, sometimes the principle of the open door. How you know that God is, this is the voice of God? By the principle of the open door. Hallelujah. What is a door? What is a door? Okay? What is a door? Okay? The principle of the open door. A door is a passageway between two walls. Are you hearing me? The first thing you have to know about a door that is a passageway between two walls. Hallelujah. And how does the principle of the open door, a good example is when you come off the plane. I hope you came off the plane. We didn't swim. You came off the plane. I hope you came off the plane. That's the principle. When you come, see, the airport has so many terminals and so many places. So what they do is that when the plane lands, they bring the or in, in good airports. Somebody told me that how good an airport uh, a country is developed. You can also tell by the airport. The one that the plane comes to the door and the one that they drop you on the tarmac and you carry your bag and you walk. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bus. <laughs> right, but you can tell you can tell the country how well the country is developed by the by the airport. Because the one that you get as soon as you get off the plane, you are in the building. Then the one that they drop you in the <laughs> tarmac, then you get off and you take your bus. One of the one of the horrible that I went to, I won't even mention the country, just in case you are from there. When we got down from the plane, there was not even a bus. So you walk from the, from the middle of the tarmac all the way to the arrival hall. And you know what they used to collect our luggage, Rachel? The, no, the, the truck for using the, the farm. The tractor. With the <laughs> you know the tractor with the, with the trolley? With a trailer at the back. That's where they used to collect your. I won't mention the country. <laughs> That's where they used to collect your luggage. Yeah. And then you drove. That's so why you go to the airport. Then there's no, there's no, the, you know, the conveyor belt uh, go to aisle. They, they just carry the thing like from the, and put it on the, on the table. So you go pick your. I, don't, I, I, I always remember that airport because of it looks very interesting to you that they put your thing in the tractor and then they wheel it. 
And I don't, I don't even know what happened to me then. I also had running stomach. It wasn't easy. But how do they direct you at the airport? You see, I'm talking about the principle of the open door. Because there are so many places, so many tarmacs. And you are, they are not sure where you will end up. So when you get up from the airport, they open the lanes. And wherever they don't want you to go, they close it. Have you noticed? So wherever they don't want you to enter, they close it. So the only place they want you to enter is where they open. So that even without knowing what to read, you just go here, you turn here, you turn here, you turn here to immigration. Every other lane they don't want you to know, they close it. That is the principle of the old door. Sometimes God leads us by opening doors that he wants us to do and close doors that we don't want us to do. To. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So, how do you know that this is the leading of God? You see, a door, number one, is, is the meaning of a door is a passage between two walls. So, the principle of the door is that if God wants you to go here, if God, this is the, if God wants you to go here, this is the only place that will be open. So you try your application, your resume, bang, you don't get. You try another application, bang, you don't get. You try this one, bang, you don't get. And the only one that, as soon as you try this one, boom, it's open. Some of us are God directly because God cannot speak to you audibly. So in his mercy, he will close all the dangerous doors and open only one door for you. Are you hearing me? So sometimes they block and they deny because God knows that this place is dangerous. God knows that this place is dangerous. God, I mean, I mean God knows that this brother is dangerous. This brother is dangerous. So you try, bam. You try this brother, bam. And suddenly this brother out of nowhere likes you so much. That's the one. That's the open door. Everybody says you are somewhere, but she sees you as a queen. That's the open door. That's the open door. That's the open door. Every job rejects you, but this one likes you. You see, listen to what I'm preaching carefully. Learn to distinguish open door from laziness. Because don't say I'm not getting anything. You have not tried. So what you are calling? Oh, the Lord is prevent, uh, the Lord has closed all these doors. No, you haven't even you have not tried to turn the door. How do you know the Lord has even closed it? Because some people say that. Well, uh, I'm, I'm Reverend, you know, from what you said, and I understand why I didn't get this job. I didn't get no, no, no. You didn't even try. So that's 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 not. It's different from you trying and being rejected. So don't equate laziness to the leading of the Lord. Paul said, Paul said, a thorn was in my flesh. Three times I prayed, three times, at least I prayed three times before God said it's not enough. You haven't even prayed once and said that my, my grace is sufficient for you. No. <laughs> I'm preaching. You haven't even prayed once. 
And we are going around saying, my, he says my grace is sufficient. But I said, Christ, I prayed. You haven't even prayed once. And you are saying, he says my grace. No, no. That's not his grace. It's your laziness. Oh, you know, uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I believe that um, this college doesn't take me. This college didn't take me because God doesn't want me to go to that college. No, 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 no. Don't say that. Don't say that. You, you didn't try. You didn't even write your resume. You didn't do the test. You didn't do anything. You didn't. You didn't do anything. You say God has no want you to go there. I mean, when they look at your resume, there's nothing for them to accept you. That is pure laziness. There's no grade for anybody to take you. So don't say that's the leading of the God. You try and it doesn't work because God knows that look, this is not good for you, so He blocks it. Hallelujah! Yeah, like when, when we're looking for a place, you see, I'll give you a, a good example. When we're looking for a place, after we got into our calamity in uh, the Holy Spirit, we'll be moved out like Exodus overnight, ejection. During that process, we came around the city. We look at so many places. I remember Lady Pastor took me to a place. You know? We're looking. Okay, really, we're looking. We tried effort every Thursday evening. From, I'm, I'm in the city. Looking around. I went with Nana. I went with Rhoda. I went with Anita. I went with Mami. Looking all over the place. And then we found some place. You were the one who found that place. And I went and a small place. I was trying. The lady, I mean, gave us some ridiculous amount. But you know, I said, look, this is what I got. Let me take it. Then he said, oh, tomorrow come. Next day come. Okay, I'm working on it. Bring your resume. Then suddenly, we come here. And as soon as we work here, they say, oh, the group that is here, this is the, they say they are leaving so you people can come. That's an open door. It was bigger. They were charging us less. That was an open door. Immediately. But it's an open door. I can call it an open door because I tried. If I had not tried, and this is the first one I got, maybe there was something better for me down there. But because I tried, and everywhere I go, I was rejected. I knew that this was an open door. God wants me to be here. Are you hearing me? So, you see, so after, you see, that's what I'm saying, like, you see, before you try or before you pray, don't call it a closed door. Ah, you haven't opened the knob. You say the door is closed. Have you tried opening the knob? At least turn the knob and make sure that it's closed. You haven't turned the knob and you say the door is closed. Sister, sister, what's up? You know, from the way things are going, I think I'll be a good husband to you. And let her say no. You haven't said it, and you say, <laughs> I'm preaching. You haven't at least go and say, let her say no. But you say that well, um, well, I, I don't think I'm. Um, you know, um, she doesn't like me. She, the way she carries herself, I think I don't think. No, please, just say when she says no. Then at least you know that you, you turned the knob, it was close. I'm preaching. 
<laughs> hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. An open door. God leads us by open doors. Amen. Yeah. Impossible. Suddenly, among all the applications you send, this is the only one that says likes you. Because you see, if God was to speak to you, Paula, Paula, go here, you'll be confused. So in his mercy, he will close the thing that is not good for you. And then let the one that is good for you open. Amen. May God lead you by an open door. I say, may God lead you by an open door. May God lead you by an open door. May God shut every bad door. And let the one that will work for you be open. It's open door. Yeah. Hallelujah. So that's the first thing I'll talk about an open door. Okay? Hallelujah. Yeah. It's an opportunity. Amen. First Corinthians 16, 8 and 9. Yeah. First Corinthians 16. This is Paul. But but I will tarry. Or I will stay. I will tarry. Jennifer, I say, but I will tarry at Ephesus until Pentecost. Okay, I will stay at Ephesus until for a great and effectual door is opened unto me. Hallelujah! And there are many adversaries, but the fact that a great and effectual door is what is is what. Do you know what Paul? Because you see, he said a great and effectual door is opened unto me at Ephesus. Because when I went to Galatia, they rejected me. Thessalonica, they rejected me. But when I go to Ephesus, they accepted me. Immediately I knew that door has been opened. The reception at Ephesus made me understand that God has opened this door. The reception. Because everywhere I tried, they were stone me. But here, when I got here, a great. So an opportunity. Hallelujah. You feel like suddenly you tried all businesses. It's not working, but this particular business, as soon as you try, people are calling you and they are helping. Just take it as the leading of God and flow with it. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. The, you see, the flip side, you know, it's not the flip. The flip side of it is also that stop hitting at walls. Sometimes you are so obsessed at going here that you go and hit pine. Then you come back again. Okay. Abide every demon, every witchcraft. This I claim it for myself in the name of Jesus. Hey, hey, I will not be wary. I'm strong like an eagle. Fine. The next prayer. I can do all things through Christ. We strengthen it to me. He said, after the third attempt, I stopped. But you are so obsessed. I'm showing the revelation. You are so obsessed. Not, you see, you are so obsessed not thinking about the global picture, your life. How long is your life that you spend so much time trying to break one thing that is not working? How long is your life? How long is your life? 
you are so obsessed with this particular thing that you are spending a lifetime on it. By all means, this, by all means, it must work. How long is your life? How long? How long will you live on earth? I'm preaching. How long is your life? That you are spending 10 years of your life on this. Alone. And it's not working. And you are binding. You are casting. You are, I, mean, I mean, how long? How long is your life? I mean, so by the time you get it, you are even worn out. What? Can't you realize? Even, 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 even Balaam's donkey. Balaam's donkey saw the angel in the way and stopped walking. A human began to see that there's a block here. How long can you continue chasing the sister? I'm preaching. When you were in school, you say, okay, maybe if I finish school, she will like me. You finish school, she didn't like you. You say, if I get a job, she will like me. You got a job, she didn't like you. You say, if I buy a car, she will like me. You bought a car, she didn't like you. You say, if I move to America, she will like me. You move to America, she still doesn't like you. How long? Flesh of my flesh, bone of my bone. Please, all flesh is flesh. Tell me, all flesh is flesh. If this flesh doesn't like you, go for another flesh. <laughs> How long? How long? Look, I know, I know a brother, a very good brother, who had a dream of coming to America. When we were in high school, he didn't write the O level. He didn't write the exam. His whole thing was, I'm coming to America. I'm coming to America. I'm coming to America. He had a dream of coming to America. And up to today, he's still... <laughs> trying to come to America. <laughs> it's not dreaming. Even about a month ago, somebody called me and spoke to him. He still has the dream. I mean, and I, I have been here for almost 20 years. So can you imagine? No, I've been here for 25 years or something. And he's still dreaming. <laughs> and, 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 and his, yes, that's what, that's what they say. Though the vision start. Tarry. It shall surely come to pass. Let me tell you something. It has started too long. <laughs> How long do the vision tarries? May you recognize an open door. I said, I pray that may you recognize an open door. And may you also recognize a closed door. Yeah. Seriously, it's a prophecy. May you recognize open door. And may you recognize a closed door. Amen. Amen. Because that's the thing about a door. A door is between two impossible things. Amen. 
another thing about a door. See, I'm talking about a door. How do you know it's a door? A door is also time-related. A door is also what? Time-related. It means that a door does not open all the time. Sometimes it's open, sometimes closed. So you must know when the door is open so you can go through. Hallelujah. That's what Paul said. Until Pentecost. Until. I'm still left until because it is time related. So a door, another thing about a door is that it's an opportunity. See, an opportunity is not there forever. So, since the because some of us think that oh, once it is open, it will be there forever. No, it will not be there forever. One day it will close. One day. So, if you lack the wisdom of going through once it is open, because it's a door, God open it, but it is not a passageway. At a point, it will close. I say it's a door. It's a door. It is open for a season. Like even preaching of the gospel. What's a door? Some time ago, you cannot preach in Eastern Europe. The door opened. It's beginning to close now. It's a door. It's a door. It's a season. You must know when it is open. Because when the door closes, no matter your effort, you can't go through. Are you hearing me? That's why I said I must must work while it is day. For the night cometh when no man can work. It's a door. It is a door. It is a timed opportunity. One of the doors that God will open to your life, in your life, is the door of schooling. Schooling is a door. You must go to school at a particular point in your life. When that door closes, you can't go to school again, I tell you. You can register. <laughs> I tell you, it's not a registration. You can register, but you cannot go. That's a good one. You can register. You can register as many as you can register, but you can't go. <laughs> yeah. Because the door has been closed. I say, because what? The door has been closed. May you recognize the door. May you walk through the door. Start up to it. We'll continue next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We need to hear from you, Lord. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We need to hear from you. We need a word from you. If we don't hear from you, what will Holy Spirit. We need a word. 
what wallet is there. May you enter through. He says, until Pentecost. Come now until Pentecost. Come now until Pentecost. After Pentecost, I will not have opportunity again. This is the time to go through. This is not a time to delay. Don't say tomorrow I'll do it. Tomorrow the door will be closed. Tomorrow the opportunity will not be there anymore. He said, until Pentecost, oh God. every eye closed and every head bowed. The Bible says that if you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Salvation is an opportunity. It is a door. There's a time, it's a time that you can be saved. And if you let that time pass by, it will be difficult for you. So this morning, whilst you still have breath, whilst you are still alive, whilst you still have the opportunity, if you are not born again, if you have not given your life to Jesus Christ, if you are not saved, my brother or my sister, this is the moment. This is the hour. This is your opportunity. This is the time to give your life to Jesus. If you are not born again, thank you, Maxwell. I know you said I'll talk to you later. God bless you. Opportunity. With every eye closed and every head bowed. Lift up your hand. You're not sure. You're not saved. Let your hand go up. I really want to see your hand up. I want to pray for you. Your opportunity is now. Let your hand go. I want to see your hand up. And I'll pray for you. This is the day of salvation. This is the hour. The door has been opened. Come through. You saw, I'll do tomorrow. No, no, no. A door can be closed. Young or old. Young or old? Young or old? This is the door. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Please. A door has been opened. You come in now or it will be shut forever. Don't think about tomorrow. Tomorrow is not there. For, tomorrow is not guaranteed. Either the door will be shut or you will not be around. This is the hour. Take a decision now. If you are serious about it, lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. If you are really serious about it, you have not done this before, do it now and I'll pray for you. If you have not done it before, do it so I can pray for you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you this morning. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for the opportunity that came our way and we accepted your son as our savior. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hand together for the Lord and be seated. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.